folks. XQ quality, better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. Hey there, this is episode 227 of Channel Massive. We're recording again in person. This is like a streak. Yeah, it's three in a row. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've recorded Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> yeah. I'm Noah. I'm Mark. And it's Thursday, motherfuckers! That's right! That's our theme for today. Yeah. I didn't know if I should start off with that or not. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hey, fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You want a podcast or not? Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. So we're excited to record an episode. It's, it's it's the countdown to January. Yeah. So we can really kick off our new format. Which yeah. We're excited about. We uh, our new format. We're gonna eschew what we've been doing the last year or two, where we talk about news. Right. And we're gonna get into a spat of. MMO and other online multiplayer game tourism. Yep, and we we're going to try to keep a keep it in a kind of a humorous slant if we can. We will, yeah. well, we, will we will provide every opportunity for humor to emerge, I guess you could say. Yeah, while still trying to at least Emergent progress humor. through yeah. games. Why roll? Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? We're going to actually try to play the games and discuss you know what we're seeing in them as we yeah. go through this tour, this safari if you will. <laughs> And we plan to commit to games for discrete time periods, so our first game will be World of Warcraft. We're going to get back into that, and we're going to play it for two months. Two months. We'll be playing every Monday night, at least. You'll know what server we're on, which I guess is going to be Arthas. Arthas. Horde. And we're going to be Horde. Yep. And we're likely going to start with Pandaren. Yep. And the idea is we're going to try to play games that are free to play so that yep. everybody can join us. If it's a game that's not free to play or... If you have a subscription, that doesn't mean you can't join us. Yeah. If you want to, if you're already subscribed, or if you want to subscribe and not do free to play, which is what Mark is doing with World of Warcraft, and I might do that myself. I think we have. Because to. I can't believe that you can't even get into a group. Yeah. If you're playing free to play, you basically are expected to play solo. Yeah, and I just don't think the first twenty levels will be fun like that. And. Uh... And I anticipate it, even with only two months, we'll probably get further than level twenty. <laughs> Somehow he says that, and I think. How long did it take us to get to level 20 with our blood elves last time? I don't know. I don't, I don't know remember. either. I don't remember. I Hopefully, don't feel like I played that game forever. It seemed like a long time, but we'll see. But yeah, it's it's open play times. Come join us. Yep. Arthur server. And if you don't have the games or latest expansions, you can do what I'm doing, which is waiting to see if we get any cool deals like that were made available on Black Friday. Yeah. Maybe the day after Christmas we can pick up these expansions were cheaper. Mark's already re, re, you've reacquired your account from the gold hackers. Gold I did. Plumbers. I did. I have my account back. It was uh, it was only five days of dealing with customer support, so not too bad. <laughs> but your your all your other characters that you played with are still there. Yep, which is really nice. All but one. But I'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> For, dark, dark foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, and we'll go on from World of Warcraft to play other games. We have so many in mind, whether it's Dungeons and Dragons or Lord of the Rings or even stuff like Diablo or Torchlight, maybe Monaco, which we'll talk about later. Uh, if it's a smaller game that's like that, if it's like sm smaller in concept, it's not like a big grand spend yeah. hundreds of hours in it type game, we probably won't dedicate two months to it. Yeah. If it's an MMO, we'll dedicate two months to it. And I, I'm hoping that we do more MMOs than anything. Yeah. But we'll, we might have some palate cleansers. I thought we, I thought we'd just really, really force ourselves to play some League of Legends, you know, <sighs> maybe, maybe for a ten month stint. And I'm glad you brought that up because that, whether or not we play that, 
which we'll, I'm sure we'll still. Be it will not be discussed. We will not. It, w- it would not be a focus of our, the show. Our pledge to you, remaining listeners, not disgusted with League of Legends dialogue. Yeah, we are going to try to eschew it and stick with uh, games with stories, games yeah. with character development and lore quests. Yep. Beyond something that can be finished in twenty minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that'll be good, though. And we've gotten some really great feedback over the last week. A lot of cool suggestions of games. So yeah. we're going to talk about the from our triumvirate of Scots. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Scott, Scott and Scott. Really cool. Scott cubed. Yeah. And so the, that'll all kick off on January 7th, Monday. January 7th at 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah. So it might be a little bit late if you're out on the East Coast. Yeah. 11 p.m. on a Monday, but... If you can even join us for a little bit, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be playing on Monday. We'll be recording, at least ourselves, Mark and I will be recording ourselves via Skype, so we have some stuff to insert into the show. Yeah. We'll record on Thursday still? Yeah, Thursday, I think. So so we'll be recording on Thursday still, and then post that episode that talks about whatever happened on Monday on the subsequent Monday. Yeah. Monday to Monday, things are going on. It should be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. But back to the present. As for this episode, we are still sticking to the plan. We've got an intro getting a bunch of new stories that Mark's going to blitzkrieg through. My blitzkrieg. <laughs> and then we have... Thousand Year Reich. <laughs> My final solution. <laughs> I hope you do it all in that accent. <laughs> it's kind of fun because I like put my arms up on my, on my chest and I, I imagine I have a monocle and a baton it's fun <laughs> then we have the aforementioned feedback and then what was previously mentioned to is some dark foreshadowing and what we're playing yeah listeners if you have any comments that you want to share with us any suggestions for journeying out as our first as first time pandarans send your thoughts and ideas into mail m-a-i-l at channelmassive.com now let's get this intro getting rolling. Yeah. So our first story deals with a statement by um, Gabe Newell, who says PCs are a better environment for customers and developers. And this is from a recent interview with Kotaku. Um, Valve's co-founder and managing director of game development, Gabe Newell, said that his company is currently seeking a way to make PCs more living room friendly. And this comes on the heels of the release of big picture which yeah have you uh tried that out yet or no i haven't are you, are you planning on it are you gonna make I your don't pc think so. nah, keep it separate keep yeah it discreet keep them clean clean keep them pure clean. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah he's, he's saying you know why can't you know why can't playing your pc games be a couch kind of activity like yeah like the uh consoles are um, so they've got that going. They're making a wider push to incorporate PC gamings onto HDTVs, basically. Um, they're also, their next step, I guess, is to get the Steam uh, Linux platform out of beta and ready for big picture as well, which will give them even further development flexibility. And uh, we've reported on that, that you know he's really big on Linux now because he doesn't like the direction Microsoft's going with Windows 8 and trying yeah. to make it kind of a closed system with an app store. Um, and Linux sounds great, um, but you need more development platforms that are going to support it. I think. Yeah. So Unity, that's cool. They've got theirs, and mm-hmm. they're second to none. I think. Um, you know, Linux is a is a beta target right now for deployment for them. But you need more. Yeah. But it is cool that they're headed this way. That's and what I like is the the tension or the conflict in this statement that Gabe has to take because he has to make some PR statements and do some interviews about big picture. And he's like, PCs are really important. They're necessary for games. They're the best experience for gamers. And for like two or three months for a majority of the year anything else I've heard from Gabe Newell is like Windows 8 sucks I hate Windows 8 yeah. blah, blah, blah. which so many people associate well PCs regular users that's PC yeah and so when you take everything at surface value it's just it's kind of funny but it's like what are you saying it also is implicit that potentially he means PCs with the Linux operating system yeah. that we're talking about PCs with unique and 
interesting operating systems such as Linux, which <sighs> is the only other real, you know. There's no there's not going to be any OS2 warp loaded, I can tell you that. Uh, yeah. But is isn't there a paucity of games that actually run on Linux or There's there are a few, you know. I mean, is the Steam library is it does it have parity or is there Oh no, there's like 12 Linux games for Steam. Okay. Right now, or you know, some really small number. Um, so yeah, they have to. And really, what Steam would need is some kind of breakthrough hardware fad. Yeah. Maybe it's Ouya, where millions of people purchase a Linux-based system in order to really get game developers to jump on. Yeah. That train. That's right. Something like you know, because Droid is, I guess you could say, kind of that way. Mm -hmm. But um, what what would be possible I suppose is you know Linux has wine which is this Windows emulator it's oh. been around for years mm -hmm. yeah um, and it works with varied success you know on different game for different games so there's always that possibility too that they could figure out ways kind to of emulation deal wrap these games up to work with wine somehow you know um, but uh, you know native native clients or game clients, I think, or games. I guess I don't know what I'm. I'm thinking multiplayer games, I guess. But native, natively, you know, compiled games would be, all you know, optimal. I would think. Yeah, yeah. Then you just take the whole Windows thing out of the equation. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, in other news, Transformer uh, Universe has changed from a MMORPG to a MOBA to fit the brand, and this is an interesting story up on Polygon. Um, Polygon, Polygon, Polygon. I don't know why I can't talk. Um, anyway, um, Jagex Game Studios Transformers Universe massively multiplayer online title entered development as a traditional MMO, uh, but has since changed because initial concepts didn't mesh with the Transformers brand. Reports Edge Online. And what's interesting about this article is they're they're talking about how when you think about a Transformer in an MMO, a traditional MMO universe, they're like. They don't grow food. They don't eat food. They don't chop down trees. They they just fight all the time, and it's a high action kind of concept. It's not not all the downtime that you have in MMOs where they're developing crafting systems and stuff. So basically, what they're saying is that it does really fit well to come up with a more of a MOBA style. Well, exactly a MOBA style than an MMORPG. So they've they've changed this, and I guess it makes sense because there's like so many. Transformers is all about unique individual Transformers. Right. That there's Bumblebee and there's Megatron yeah, there and there's aren't Optimus multiple, Prime. They're not all the same. They're not all World of Warcraft warriors or uh, yeah. know, shaman or something. They're all unique. Yeah, and Much that's like so well suited or, to yeah, individual champions. Dota. Yeah, so I think it's a great move. Real, of course, you know, with for me... There's no higher form of gaming right now than a MOBA. But, um, and did you know the Guardians of Middle-Earth just came out? No. The Lord no. of the Rings MOBA just came out. Oh, I didn't even know. But that. I don't think it's on PC. I think it's strictly 360 and PS3. Oh, really? Right now. That's a bummer for me. Yeah. As though I don't have a 360. Yeah. It's dead to me. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, anyway, it's an interesting article. They're just talking about, you know, how, how it's a much better fit for them. Yeah, um, and I, I thought it was cool to bring up two considering we're like, oh, let's play some MMOs. Well, there's one less option. Yeah. MOBAs are the new MMOs and Fadland. And they are well. It's like it's like you you abbreviate an MMO into from a matter of days into minutes. Yeah, it's the purest concentration. And you go from level one to max level in fifteen to forty five minutes, and mm -hmm. um, and I guess the concept was altered when um, former um, Grand Theft Auto series animator Alex Horton joined Jagex as chief creative director last year and said, "Hey man, this is just not what Transformers are about." And uh, and hey, kudos to him. Would you when you love to have the confidence to like go into a new company, yeah, a totally different. I'd be title, interested to see how he pulled that off. And just say your your concept for this game that you hired me to work on is all wrong. Here's what we're gonna do. I mean, I would love to have that. You know, yeah. I don't, don't think I have that. <laughs> I think I'd be no. more like, yes, sir. What would you like? Me yeah, to especially do? as a new job, you don't want to make waves. Yeah, that's just crazy. But 
Uh, I Good agree with his. Yeah. I agree with his decision. Could be something else that we'll have to play. Yeah, I would think it'd be because it'd be fun. urban. It'd be kind of cool. I mean, yeah. we've played so many fantasy style MMOs. Yeah, nothing really sci-fi. Or Wouldn't modern. that be cool to like just destroy a city and to transform into a vehicle to get a yeah. speed boost or something like that? Yeah, if that was your, you know, Star Scream or something like that. Yeah, yeah awesome. sounds like these are unique transformers, though. I'm not quite sure. I well, we will you see an Optimus Prime. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. So. Um, it, it, speaking of such things as unique Licensed copyrights MMOs. and licenses, um, <laughs> My Little Pony Online MMO. Now, this this will no doubt crush some of our listeners. Um, looking at you, Military Scott. Um, <laughs> my Little Pony Online MMO shuts down because of copyright infringement. Um, apparently, this MMO... Now, how, how does that happen? How would you go... How would you not know that you'd need the blessing of Hasbro yeah. to develop the My Little Pony MMO and to actually get it as far along as it is? I mean, you see the picture of it. It's yeah. like, how did you, how, how, in what world do you live where you think that that would be cool and you'd get away with it? Well, anyway, they developed this MMO without the blessing of Hasbro and they have been shut down because of a copyright and trademark, and trademark infringement claim. Uh, according to the game's official blog. Uh, about a month ago, they received a complaint and initially thought it was kind of BS. But upon further investigation, they realized <laughs> that thing had some teeth to it. <laughs> so it really is the real Hasbro. And, uh, yeah, they had to um, they had to shut it down. And it's really funny to, re- to hear uh, their former administrator, Toasty Justice, which that's just almost a perfect brony name, uh, said, uh, Hasbro is not to be blamed here. As per U.S. trademark law, as soon as an infringement comes to light, they are obligated to defend the trademark or they will lose it. They had no choice in the matter regardless of what they thought of the project or how it benefited them. And apparently, um, this is Starlight Studios developed this. The developers are going to rain together and work on a new pony-related project, Noah, so that's good news for you. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, boy, I, I am really glad to hear that. They hope to have it completed by August 2013 to coincide with BronyCon and my Why little pony friendship is magic convention. You know, maybe instead of Dragon Con, I'll just go to that. And <laughs> I'll, I'll probably some reservations I'm going to equip myself with some kind of weaponry and uh, take myself out as soon as I arrive, I, I think. <laughs> but, Very uh, curious. Yeah, it's like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> I will decapitate myself. But, uh, yeah... Um, you can get more details about Starlight Studios' plans and how you can help in another blog post. I wonder if we have any listeners who are actually... Bronies? Yeah. Or who would admit to it. If you are, please write us at mail. M-A-I-L. Or maybe M-A-L-E. Or M-A-L-E. Yeah. That might be more appropriate, That works, too, although I think that still goes to Jim, our mothballed fourth co-host. So That's okay. It goes to all of us, doesn't it? I don't remember if we rerouted or not. Have to, have to see. Send it to both. Yeah, see what happens. Maybe Jim Bronies. will be excited to find Maybe out. Maybe we'll create a new one called Brony at Channel <laughs> <laughs> Needs more Bronies. Depending on who's in the doghouse each week, that's who will it will be assigned to. <laughs> no, I'm getting all the Brony requests. Now. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, stay tuned for more important developments along the... Uh, the uh, Keeping st- our fingers on the pulse of maybe all the soon, most important MMO news. Maybe next August we can play that as a free-to-play uh, MMO. Yeah. Okay, where's the emote to wag my tail furiously? Oh, I can't find it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, keep looking. In other news of things I don't plan to play... <laughs> um... Uh, Polygon again has a an article. All these stories are from Polygon. Uh, yeah, we were <laughs> we're Polygon. We were impressed by Polygon. Yeah. So uh, the rumor is that Diablo three is up and running on consoles, but is still not an official project at Blizzard. They have been publicly flirting <laughs> with the idea. I don't know what that was. Of bringing Diablo three to consoles for the better part of a year. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the well, hand gesture really sold it yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think I was channeling Phil or Clucky as we That's call better him. than last week's Oculus oh, Rift. I just got to tweak, tweak that out. A like just, bit. Like, just a little bit of Just a little tweaking. bit of jiggling and tweaking. <laughs> Both hands are needed for this. Yeah. 
anyway, they're they're flirting with the idea of um, bringing Diablo three to a console. I don't get why they're doing this bullshit. Why are they even teasing us about it? Why are they leaking it out? I don't know because I don't care. Because you know what, I would I would as as unlikely it is, as it is that I would play that over say Torchlight two. Playing it on a console would just drive me insane. You just once you're used to a mouse with one of those, I just oh, it would drive me nuts. Yeah, I mean, how would controls work in that? Would it be? I guess it'd be kind of like a twin stick shooter, maybe. But yeah, how do you queue up all the different powers? You have to have all these funky shoulder button and button combos, and uh, it's just I don't know. I'm not not into it. It doesn't seem like it would be as fast paced. It seems like it might be slower. That's probably why. They haven't committed to is like oh this kind of isn't nearly as fun to play without a mouse. Yeah, it's got to be weird. It would be cool graphically, but yeah. Um, Diablo three lead designer Jay Wilson reiterated that Blizzard is still exploring console options and continues to expand and add onto the game. The whole team is essentially working on the next big Diablo thing. Wilson told Polygon during an interview this weekend. A lot of that stuff will show up in the next year at some point. AKA the next expansion. Expansion, yeah. That's. That's great. Blah, 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 Diablo 3. Yeah. So, moving on. This was the big bombshell news story. Yeah. For me, at least. I was like, and, what? And it was funny because, okay, so... So this, it wasn't Diablo 3, it's what we're going to talk about. This is what, <laughs> to us, which was amazing. And, and I'm excited about it, but the Secret World has gone kind of free to play. It's more like the yeah. Guild Wars model. Yeah, it's weird because the way they initially did the press release about it, they made it sound like you just buy the game and you can play. Right. But you can actually still subscribe for 15 bucks a month. Right. And, get, and then if you do, you get like a 10% discount on the store or something. Or Yeah. It's actually the, the lifetime accounts get the temp, get a, oh wow. Okay, yeah. So regular subscription Fixed 10% discount on all items within the in-game store, among other perks, for $15 a month. And then the Grand Master Lifetime memberships have 20% discount on the item store. And optional paid DLC packs are discounted to just 5 bucks. Yeah, I didn't even know they had DLC packs or if they're but coming it, up and coming or what. On the surface, it doesn't sound nearly as uh, constrained as the word I'll use. As, for instance, World of Warcraft free to play model. No, it, it sounds, sounds really it's full open. on free to play. Yeah, and it's it's more like the Guild Wars model in that respect. I tell um, you what, if this had happened before we'd committed to World of Warcraft, we would have been doing this because you yeah. were interested in this a long time. I was time really ago. interested in it, and definitely. I I loved playing it. The only reason I quit playing it, I I think it was some other game came out, which yeah, the um, three I think, and I might go back to it. Um, yeah, so maybe this will be your second game. There's, I, I'm already looking forward to the next game after World of Warcraft. Which I think should be this, because it looks really... F it's it's fun, and I want to play it. And it's like I mentioned last week when, you know, we, t we talked about City of Heroes and how, yeah. you know, there doesn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel now that they've sunsetted it. Um, but for something that felt close to it, it's the closest I felt playing an MMO to that. It gave you the most nostalgic feelings. Absolutely. So, good news... You know, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because there's something that I forgot to drop into the show notes that NCSoft is like is spinning up an independent Western studio now all of a sudden out of nowhere. What the hell? I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. It. Gosh, where was it? I just read about it, but I read about it today, but I'll look for it. If you want to continue, I'll, I'll sure. bring this back around. Well, in, a, in another um, articles we're not prepared to discuss, <laughs> I was uh, look. I was researching City of Heroes to see if anyone had started working on a server emulator or anything like that, and I, I hit a couple of different forums for the game, and these forums led me um, through kind of almost rumor to another forum where these guys are talking. Well, it's, they're talking. It's two different groups of people working t on two different spiritual successors for City of Heroes. What? And it's community-based. And the whole thing they're saying is, we have such a strong community of talented people with diverse skill sets that we believe we can just build our own City of Heroes game. And that'll be the place where our entire you know, player base will migrate to. Unfortunately, there's two competing efforts for this, it sounds of like. Of course, because so, they both think they'll do it best. And the funniest part was the first commenter that I saw was like, don't you guys think that by splitting the effort in half, you pretty much 
eliminate the chance for either to ever successfully launch. Yeah, anything. work together. It was like they probably both want <laughs> well, control. Well, you know, or... and then and then I saw a couple other posts where, um, you know, it was really unrealistic what they were expecting. They weren't going to use any pay any you know, um, you know, game frameworks or anything that cost money to develop it. They're going to do it all from scratch, and it's like really you're not going to get any kind of a, you know. If you if you would pull the really Recipe pull the community the, if you would if you could really take all of the the massive you know City of Heroes community and get them to bond together and you had somebody or some people that you put in like leadership roles for this that had some game experience and did a Kickstarter project where you got the money together to allow them to buy real tools for this to develop mm-hmm. it quicker mm-hmm. you might actually have a chance of doing it. But the way they're going about it sounds like all of the open source MMOs that I've ever seen or followed where it's just unrealistic to expect to just start it all from scratch in your spare time. Yeah, it's a pipe dream. Yeah, it is a big time pipe dream. So So the story about NCSoft, I, I probably misspoke, but basically it's NCSoft is unloading all of the shares that it owns in NC Interactive, which is the company's U.S.-based subsidiary. Hmm. At the end of this month... And then it's going to sell those shares for like $72 million. Wow. On top of that, NCSoft is setting up a new wholly owned subsidiary in the U.S. to handle MMO business with Europe and North America. Which is kind of weird. It sounds like they're shutting down one to replace it with another one. Which doesn't that's make really sense. really weird. I guess that's why they... I don't know. But to put a finer beat on it, it says the new studio... This is from GamePolitics.com. Will be capitalized at 50.5 billion wands, or about US $47 million. An NCSoft representative told Polygon, this is where also the story is coming from, that they're doing that to make its US subsidiary studios more independent, and that the changes won't have an impact on ArenaNet, NCSoft, or Carbine. Hmm. But if they're doing all this... If they wanted to go down this path, why couldn't they have left City of Heroes alone and let the Western well, companies deal with it? I think they underestimated the impact of what they did with City of Heroes, although they might have... 3% of our business. Yeah. A, a, min, a minuscule $2.76 million per quarter uh, you know, income from that. But I think it's that, the fact that their stocks have plummeted the general, you know, angst and outcry from the the gamer community and it's not just the western side the Korean Times as we covered last week, raked them over the coals, publicly humiliated them practically Mm -hmm. and game culture is more important I would say in North or South Korea than it is here per capita I mean it's like a sport there it's a national pastime yeah, so that could not have gone over well. So maybe, they, maybe they're just reacting. But if it does allow them to spin the servers back up or something like that, you know, hopefully they'll do something really stupid like they will decide to resurrect it for some reason, but they won't hire the live team back. No, they'll start over or something terrible like that. Um, but anyway, it's interesting to see it happen. I'll we'll just have to see what, what it means. What does this all mean? What does it but mean? No, what does this all mean? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> In other news, researchers have created a vector-based video codec announcing the Pixel's death. And it's a great <laughs> pronouncement, except that they don't have much to back it up, other than they've developed this, this theoretical codec. Um, so basically, when you, when you see um, a video, and it's, it's covered with, it's rendered in pixels, yeah. with different color, you know, a, a limited color palette, etc., um, you know that that doesn't upscale automatically. They're saying with this you could. So so resolution would be irrelevant it, it, potentially. Yeah, to some degree. So they can take they can take it and scale it up, and then it does a differential to figure out what should be in between. Yeah, so it could get kind of blobby. But they're saying it won't be blobby because it'll actually figure it out somehow because it's vector based. That's fancy. much like with your with your. Clever Photoshop chip tricks there, Noahator. <laughs> when you make the logo bigger and it still looks like the perfect logo, <laughs> um, so they're saying they can do something like that with this. However, they are very far away from actually um, getting it into production of some sort. They did mention that for games like 
or game services like Gaikai and OnLive. Well, Gaikai being Sony now, I guess, or whatever. But yeah. uh, it could be it could be huge for them. Oh, it could speed up the whole transfer of streaming yeah. and stuff. Because it's less. It takes less um, data space for the data. Well, that could be true so even it's, for it's movies, smaller Netflix files, and yeah. Stuff like that. So not only can you upscale it, but you can you can. Um, it's like almost like a compression scheme. Um, that could sounds. It could revolutionize. Yeah, data transfer. It sounds fascinating. So, um, what's needed now, according to Professor Phil Willis of Bath University's Department of Philip Computer Willis. Science, Phil Bith, Willis, 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 Willis. Philly uh, Willie. <laughs> uh, Phil Philly Willie. I'm sure he was called that at least once in his lifetime. <laughs> Don't call me Philly Willie. That's your middle name, <laughs> Philly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, of Bath University's uh, Department of Computer Science. <laughs> Is uh, is funding? He says. <laughs> After all that, what he was saying is they need funding. Um, yeah, that's why I thought it was kind of anticlimactic about this. Yeah, to accelerate this project, we'll need companies from around the world to get involved. At this moment, we're focusing on applications in post-production, and we're working directly with leading companies in this area. However, there are clear applications in web, tablets, and mobiles which haven't been explored in detail yet. So, they have something. <laughs> They need more to make that something into something. Sounds like they need to do a Kickstarter. Before you before you announce the Pixel's death, you should perhaps have something, you know... Just put behind it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. So, Ooh, Noah, yes. have you heard about... Oh, we'll skip that since you're excited. No! Have you heard about the... Hum, no. <laughs> have you heard about this game called Monaco? Yes. And that it's now available to pre-order on PC and Mac? This was one of the things that I wish that I had gotten a chance to play at PAX last year. And it's, as Mark mentioned when he first looked at it, the first thing that made him think of is how there's kind of a a renaissance right now of pixel-based or 8-bit or 16-bit, 32-bit, however you want to yeah. classify it, style video games, whether it's stuff like Terraria or that shooter side scrolling shooter that you've been playing what was it no. oh intrusion 2 In- intrusion 2 there's a hotline miami of, a game of dwarves yeah there's there's um, lots of it out there and it's minecraft. great yeah of course yeah minecraft and monaco is a top down super uh crunchy i don't know adjective to use but it's very primitive looking yeah, I guess in terms of its its big blocky pixels, but it's got a really great art style at the same time. I don't know how to if that. Makes I don't know sense. how to describe. It's got like an Ocean's Eleven kind of art thing going on there. With the, yeah, if you uh, imagine Ocean's Eleven and crude sixteen bit, eighteen bit graphics, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, that's that's exactly that kind of sums up the main gist of it. Is that it's like a four player cooperative game where you're, it's a heist. Yeah, and there's all these different roles that you can take on. Whether you're a hacker or a stealth dude or a brute force person, lockpick. Yeah, and you get out of you break out of jail, and then you go on a series of heists that are more and more complicated to earn your freedom somehow. It looks really cool, though. Uh, the multiplayer aspects look awesome. The simplicity of it. They say the gameplay is such that you don't really use a bunch of keyboard commands or anything like that. You just walk up you to walk objects up to and stuff with to them. control. With, yeah. And, um, so lots of stealth, lots of tiny. It also has, it's because each character class you choose, it, it looks like you have a list of characters you can choose. Each yeah. player can choose one. And the way they interact is, you know, the uh, lockpick, for instance, might have to open the door so that the hacker can go in to um, to turn off the security system so that the stealth guy can sneak through to do this other thing. So it's a lot of, of coordinated work to get through the mm-hmm. puzzles. And, and I think missions. that's what really appeals to me, especially as we embark on our new mission next year to oh, explore yeah. all sorts of online games or games Five with cool multiplayer. To seek out new yes, life. bold new brave new worlds and yeah. blah 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 blah. Star Green Trek, Star women. Trek. Yeah. So we're talking about this because you can finally pre-order this game. There's still no release date. I think it's going to be sometime early 2013. Now that we've gotten to this point, and if you decide that you want to pre-order it. And all of its beautiful, colorful glory. It's it's a lot more colorful than it was at PAX last year in prototype form. You will get a Steam key for the game, and then you'll also get a DM, DRM rights, uh, DRM free copy of the game's original prototype, which is what was 
displayed and played at PAX last year and has the more simplistic color scheme. Yeah. Then you get some pieces of the soundtrack from the composer who also did the music for Journey. He's awesome. He's from Denver. Oh, really? The guy, who, and he got a, nominated for a Grammy for Holy. his work in Journey. Wow, that's awesome. Which is really cool. Tangent, you also get Monaco sheet music, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Well, if you have a, you know, a Klezmo band or something. Yeah. Well, you being a clarinet player could actually be in a band of such a, such style. Of such things. Yeah. So if you wanted to pre-order the game, you get a 10% discount, which puts you at thirteen fifty. Otherwise, full price is going to be 15 bucks, And you can also buy a four-pack, because it's all about multiplayer, Yeah. for $45. That looks really cool, though. I, I'm looking forward to playing that multiplayer. Me too. So it will be in our future. But I want to do Terraria multiplayer first. Yeah, you were just telling me about that tonight. I had no idea that there was multiplayer. Yeah, that looks really cool. Um, and our final story, aside from talking about crazy retro-style games, is the Humble THQ bundle, which pulled in $5 million in sales, and their president kicked in an extra $10,000. It's the tip. I just had to, the tip. I had to read that because I was like, President Obama kicked in $10,000 for the <laughs> THQ <Humble laughs> bundle? Um, but yeah, I don't know if anyone's aware of this, but the THQ Humble Bundle is just an awesome combination of game. They sold more than 885,000 of them, pulling in $5,097,261.48, but who's counting? Um, and, of course, the money didn't all go to THQ, as contributors had the option to offer a cut of their contributions to the American Red Cross and the Child's Play charity, or to the Humble Bundle organization itself. Um, and they averaged for it $5.76, which is pretty good. For a lot of really, really so, big yeah, games. So, this, yeah. This, so, this, these are the games. It's like a um, fire sale. Darksiders, Metro 2033, Red Faction Armageddon. Red Faction games are cool. They Company are. of Heroes, Company of Heroes Opposing Fronts, and Company of Heroes Tales of Valor. Have you ever played any of those? I I purchased a THQ pack on Steam during one of their sales a couple of years ago, and I, I wanted I to, but I still one. haven't. So I have all of them. It's RTS, isn't it? Yeah, and it's World like War, World Army. War II, and it's done yeah. so well. It's really good. It's deep. I mean, it's... The strategies that you can use for that are very deep. It, it's cool. it's not just you know StarCraft and World War Two. It's it's got its whole a whole vibe of its own. Um, and contributors were rewarded with a copy of Saints Row the Third if they paid more than the average price. Which Saints Row the Third is really fun. That is a game that I wish I had played. So yeah, for you know if you pitch just a little extra, you could get that. Um, then THQ later added Warhammer. I don't know why I can't talk tonight. THQ later added Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War, and Titan Quest. And Titan Quest is a blast. Love Um, it. Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War is is pretty cool, but Titan Quest just blows doors. Um, It's pretty exciting, I think. They um, managed to make 2 million in sales just in the first day. I'll be interested to see how much of an impact this humble THQ bundle has if in has on the company's general well-being since it's been struggling and i'm i have to assume that some of this has to be as a a strange effort or attempt for thq to write the financial ship especially since they've been laying people off canceling projects and all that other stuff will five million extra dollars help them i'm sure yeah definitely well however much of that actually is but it's quite that's quite a a big bundle of games giveaway for on average six bucks. It's a huge. But I mean, if they're that desperate for money, yeah, I guess it's okay. Anyways, enough of all those bundles. Let's get into the mm-hmm. listener feedback and talk <laughs> about what's coming up in Channel Massive in 2013. We got emails from. Oliver Scott's Southern Scott, Hilgi Scott, and Military Scott, which is really cool this and is a, a pleasant coincidence. The unholy trinity of Scotts. Yes. And Scott said that he's looking forward to the new format and he's willing to join us on a show. Which Scott? 
Southern Scott. Oh, okay. I didn't Thank you for <laughs> making me sure I clarify that. <laughs> Southern Scott said that. And he chided us for talking about wanting to play free-to-play MMOs in the new format when World of Warcraft is a, a subscription game in his mind, and he refuses to resubscribe to it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I told him, like, well, what if we had this experience where we just grinded through characters 1 to 20 over and over and just killed them, smelt them. 1, level 20, smelt. New character, new character. Right. Play. We could play a panda. We could play a whore. We could play a zombie, an undead. We could play a Did you say we could elf. play a whore? I was going to say horde. Oh, okay. Character. <laughs> and I will be I editing like, that I don't want to be a panda whore. A panda whore. <laughs> Come here, sailor. We could experience lots of the starting areas, but I'm not sure that we would have a really fulfilling or interesting show to talk about on the fifth or no. sixth week. Yeah, I think it's going to be more fun if we pay and can actually group together and do instances and, you know, really experience it. I think it'll be a lot more fun. Yeah. And I'm not worried that it's not free to play technically because it's a it is the the number one MMO. So what better way to kick off this journey than with, you know... I totally agree. That's, what I think, one of the reasons we chose it, and it's also what we started Channel Massive with. So yeah. why not do yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. And Scott, Southern Scott did find some appeal in the idea of grinding through characters 1 to 20. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he'll he'll join us to do that. But he listed his own little wish list of games that he'd like us to try beyond World of Warcraft, and they included APB... That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the first person to mention that. Lotro, Dungeons and Dragons Online, Planet Side Two, Champions Online, Age of Conan, Star Wars Old Republic, and Star Trek Online. Yeah, identifying which one of those would be a revisit versus a new yeah, experience. Yeah, that's cool. Nice attention <laughs> yeah. to detail. Yeah, that's so, cool. As I mentioned at the start of the show, we have a really long list of games that we feel like we can pick from and many of those were in there except APB was not in there yeah that would be I actually have that loaded on my computer but just never I never tried it it's pretty cool yeah it'd be fun Hilgi Scott on the other hand is all ready to jump into the World of Warcraft bandwagon so to speak and wanted to confirm if we were going to be Horde or Alliance what server we're going to be on and as we mentioned at the start of the show Arthas Horde Pandas Pandas for now pandas forever <laughs> i was rereading i forgot that i wrote this super detailed biography about my mmo time on channelmassive.com oh yeah so if you go to my if you go to the noah page you can read about how we started at city of heroes i wrote about the robert palmer group oh yeah and i wrote down what your character's name was i said that my name was sherry and yours was cabalist cabalist i forgot <laughs> about that I just remember the minute I chose it, everybody in the room looked at me like ass. And I was like, I can't help it. I might want to use this character for something besides this group. Which <laughs> I got another round of stares of, why can't you just simply be, a, you know, have a girly Robert Palmer backup singer name? And I was like, this is a very important character slot to me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. At the time, they were only like 16 or something. Uh-huh. And I was there like, just wasn't enough. very important to me. And then I remember, like, as soon as we got to the right level with the Robert Palmer group, I switched my costume, and she's like this undead, evil-looking <laughs> thing. And you guys were like, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I'll change back. And then as soon as, like, nobody was looking or if I ran around a corner, I'd always go back to the undead <laughs> outfit. Ah. It was so fun. <laughs> So these are the types of experiences we'll likely be running into yeah. again. Mostly me, like, trolling the other players, or cheating, or... Oh, yeah, maybe I could just... Maybe my whole WoW experience will be with WoW Glider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're just being upfront and sharing that. Yeah, I just might as well get it off <laughs> off my chest, you know. I'll be multi-boxing. <laughs> yes. Just just come clean now. Yeah. And and it'll be a guide to our listeners of what to do and what not to do if that were to happen. Yeah. Hypothetically. Our final email comes from Military Scott, who put together a list of games. Yeah, nice list. He said, 
I thought I would throw up a quick list of games that you might consider for your new format. A format that makes me happy in my pants. <laughs> that scares us. <laughs> Not intimidated. Mostly scared for you. <laughs> and he made this really, really kick-ass list yeah, of is. games with links to the games, main websites, and, and also YouTube videos. And let's just run through them real quick. We have All It's Online. The first thing, I was not expecting to see All It's Online here because no. I remember when we tried it, we mocked it. We made fun of G Potatoes and all this other crap that was in there. And yet it still survives despite our ridicule. And, and Military Scott says that he had a blast with PvP, good polish and production value. I stopped playing a long time ago due to the cash shop being balls. I've read that that has been rectified. Hmm. All right. We might check yeah, it out. Yeah, definitely. He also listed DC Universe Online as a game that he's actually still playing, and he really loves the PvP, but he recommends that if you play it, you need to play it with a controller, or else you don't have good experience. That mm. would some, that'd be something I'd need to acquire, but I could yeah. see that. I have one of those, um, like a 360 controller, and it's really cool because it glows. Ooh, Because it's wired, mm -hmm. you know? And it glows so bright that it's like having a star in your hand. What color is it? Blue. Ooh, and cool. it's just like... And uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it costs like 20, all of 20 bucks or something. Oh, wow. And it, it's reliable? Yah. Oh, it's great. All right. Because yeah, it, it I'm assuming it's third party. It's third party. I don't know who makes off to look. After but I've seen them. I've seen them all over the place. Um, cool. It's, cl it's totally transparent. And then you, if you flip the switch, the thing just looks like an, a, some kind of explosion in your room. <laughs> it's really cool. But yeah, that's a good one. That would be fun to play. Yeah, that's definitely one I could get into. I'm a little skeptical about Alad's online, but eh. yeah. He also listed EverQuest 2 since it's got so much content. Terra, which was a game I remember we tried out at E3 yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. It was really pretty, and you actually had to physically aim your character for ranged attacks to make their mark. You couldn't just toggle it on or off. Yeah. That was kind of cool. He says it's free to level 28. That doesn't not bad at all either. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. Raiders with a Z. Oh, I've never tried that. Which I actually hadn't heard of. It's from Perfect World. I played guns. <laughs> he says that it's a pseudo-action oriented MMO with some funky range targeting. I love that he put all the YouTube videos in to, to watch the gameplay. Yeah, I totally. I have to check out more of these because I did review. I did check see some of them. Ion, another game that. It, what's kind of funny about as we're going through these and the next one especially Eden Eternal, these are what Jason would disgustedly referred to as anime styled MMOs. Oh yeah, with the and then he would talk about the size of the eyes of the, the characters. And how round they were and everything. Yeah, round eye. yeah, and that he would refuse to play these games just on the principle of the art artistic does, design. Does alienate all our Asian remaining Asian listeners. Yeah. But I was really surprised that Military Scott listed Eden Eternal because yeah. I went to go check it out. I went to the website, I'm like, whoa. Because it, it looks like it's made for 10-year-old girls. Yeah. <laughs> it just has that really bubbly, pastel, girly anime feel to Interesting. it. Interesting. He said it kept him occupied when he was in Afghanistan for a long while, so he must have had some kind of connectivity where it was. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting him to, that he was able to get into a bunch of MMOs yeah. like that. And maybe that, maybe one of the re uh, reasons that Eden Eternal was appealing was that it was a stark contrast yeah. <laughs> to where he was. But yeah, I, I watched some videos for them. Like that could be cool. It kind of has an art style that's similar to Free Realms. It's it's definitely Asian anime style. Yeah. And I trust Military Scott's oh, recommendations. Oh yeah, big time. Forsaken World, Pirates of the Burning Sea. I thought that was cool. They put that in there. That's yeah. one that I'd like to play. Dungeons and Dragons Online. I'm interested in that one. Yeah, I liked what he wrote about this. He said, great game to play with friends. Always wanted to get into it, but never could get around to making that happen. I suppose you need friends to have friends to play with in the first place. Well, maybe if we... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he has a lot of friends. Maybe we could get him to play it with us, and maybe, um, you know who else would be perfect would be Dan. His, really? His, uh, you know game master experience and stuff being oh yeah game. yeah that's that's right if he could handle it if, i don't know if he has a i don't know if they've got them. strong enough computers for that they're on max not, not only are they on max but they're on old max 
Right. Yeah, Denara has like a MacBook Air. That's I think as modern oh, yeah. as their hardware gets. And they have like a really old small. laptop that Denara yeah. insists is, po- is powerful. I'm like that thing's like six years, seven years yeah. old. Yeah, it's not that powerful. And it crashes all the time. So yeah, I remember that. She it's... couldn't play League of Legends on it. She could only play old school Dota. Oh yeah, yeah. Last but not least, Face of Mankind. I don't know anything. Face about of Mankind. Him. I've never heard of. He says this is an interesting one. It's a complete sandbox. The players make the rules and the events. I played for a while as a cop patrolling the mean streets of New York, taking orders from my player commander and executing player-generated raids and events. Hmm, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Really, really cool recommendation, Scott. He, he wrapped up his email saying, Lastly, I think you should consider playing some MMOs that are known to be utter shit. Maybe just for a few hours total, you might be able to generate some laughs from that. This shit is going to be a blast, Military Scott. Well, there is that one game from SOE that we can now play. Went free to play, didn't it? Vanguard, Vanguard. Saga. Speaking of games that are utter shit, <laughs> that would be perfect. That would. And we could recreate that scene where that giant mouse is attacking the guy. That was one of their screenshots to show how great the, the game is. The hot was. pink t shirt. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that would be cool. That's a good point, Scott. It might be really. Well, it might not be like the most fun thing for us. It would be really fun to diss it and, yeah. you know. Kind of, you know, make make some fun of it where it's due. Who knows? Maybe we'll be surprised and be like, wow, we never should have talked bad about this game. It's so addictive. We need to commit yeah. to two full months. I'm going to quit my job and just play this full time because the monetization <laughs> is so good I could keep my family supported. Oh, speaking of, that actually reminds me of You're a gonna tangent. you going to quit your job and play a game full No. No. But remember when we had our guest Brian on who got addicted to games and yeah. then broke the discs of World of Warcraft, unsubscribed everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I randomly ran into him in the halls at my work yesterday, I think, or maybe it was today, and he's playing games again. Oh. And he's playing Guild Wars 2. He had a friend that insisted to him, he's like, you can totally play this, you're not going to get addicted to it. Oh, what a... Give it a try. What an enabler. And so he talked to his wife about it, and she's like, all right. And he totally has been able to do it. He only plays it once a week. He plays it for a couple hours. And he's like, and because it's Guild Wars, I get bored. And so it's like, I don't even think about it. Yeah. Huh. And so I mentioned to him that we were doing this new show format. We're going to do this MMO tourism. Obviously, World of Warcraft would not be one that he could join us on. Not for you. But other ones, we might have Brian join us, which yeah. would be really interesting just to hear his perspective because he was one of the hardest Deep. of the hardcore yeah. players. And I know that he has many qualified opinions about stuff yeah, from his experience. Cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Just as long as we're not enabling any destruction. Yeah, don't want to rip a family apart. <laughs> no, that's not. We've our done effect. that to enough families already. <laughs> but that wraps up our feedback. Thank you very, very much, all of all of the Scots. We're really excited to hear from all of you. And I was even just getting pinged right now from Eric, saying that we should play Secret World and all this other Asheron stuff. Call, Asheron's Call Two has been. Yeah, that was like a breaking news development for us that we didn't even realize before we started recording. Which I had a, you know, they had that hero system or whatever, like for super max level, and I actually had a character maxed out in that game. And Asheron's called 2. Yeah. And that's the sad thing is that they won't allow you to, even though they're reactivating the game. You don't get your characters. You don't get to migrate your old characters. You either, and you need to either purchase the game new or you need to have an existing Asheron's Call subscription. Well, it looks like you can purchase the subscription for nine ninety nine. So That's not bad. It's not too bad. I might try it just to re... There, have some nostalgia. I, I clocked a lot of time in that game. Nothing like World of Warcraft, but um, I, I guess, honestly, it might be... Make sure I'm not lying. It seems like I've the second most uh, amount of time I've ever played in MMOs was Asheron's Call 2. That sounds about right. And I have a mm-hmm. really, I have a lot of fond memories of different zones in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I might have to check it out just for... Old times For sake. nostalgia. Yeah, and that's something that I wanted to also remind our listeners of, is that while we will definitely be playing on Monday nights, people can join us during those times, there's chances we'll be yeah. playing other games and playing other times. We might be playing our Monday yeah. night game on other times if we get really into it. And we'll do our best to keep you apprised if it's something that you guys can join us in. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, and actually, you know, we should figure out how to uh, 
get our like raptor ids out there so oh yeah can, you know i don't have that's yet. a really easy way to figure out you know who's doing what that's true if, if it's not through steam raptor would and work. you can all you can all see my league of legends hours and uh go wow that guy is totally hopeless <laughs> shake your head in disgust yeah it's quite sad really <laughs> i look like you were playing league of legends until like one or two in the morning yeah just the other night yeah it's been bad lately <laughs> The addiction to League of Legends has been quite bad, and I haven't been on a winning streak either. It's been oh, because you were on one before. I was on a, like a ten-game winning streak. It went on. It was like it was like it. I would have to say I played like twenty games and lost two uh, wow. over time. It was really good, and then I don't know if I bumped my ELO up or if I just have been grouped with shit players, but it's been like fifty-fifty lately. It's like feast or famine. That's what happens yeah. with me too. Is like I get losing streaks and I get winning streaks. It was crazy. One night I was playing, and I um, well, that, let's just move into the what we're. Hey, playing. speaking of, we're talking yeah, about what so, we're playing right so, now. So one night I was playing, and I kept getting on these teams with just these crap players. Like none of them had those little banners that say that they're a good player. Hey, I don't have one of those. Well, yeah, but you, you, no, you got one last time, didn't it? Didn't you no. say? I thought you said it. You got oh, Mm-mm. well, okay. I don't play so as a, rapidly so as you a, do. So you're not a good player. Um. Anyway. <laughs> You're not a good player, first of all. You're, you're not, like one of those people that you're... You're, a, that, you're not a worthy opponent or a team player or friendly. I'm none of those. Yes. I'm Rouge. His is the black banner. <laughs> Rouge, yeah. Um, but anyway, I just kept getting in these groups with people who are selfish and who, like, everybody would go bottom on, oh. uh, you know, on Dominion mode, and I'd be like, what are you doing? What you... No. Well, they think they'll do the whole sweep around yeah, the map. Yeah, no. They, that is such an amateur thing like, to do. We all have to go top. One guy goes bottom, who preferably someone who can actually hold bottom and doesn't yeah. try to push too hard. And um, it just got it. It just didn't was Donovan use a strategy like that, or was it all top? That's no, cool. his was all top. Then somebody drops back and gets mid later after you've dominated top, which I always thought was a fair strategy. But um, fair but anyway, to middling. Yes. But what happened was, finally, I was playing one night. At, right at the beginning and there was this other player who did have the little banner thing and who was like really good and friendly and so we were like we are going to just play all the rest of the games together brother and so we 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 kept like playing as a team and uh that that kind of got me back those were the wins got and you then, back in the group yeah yeah so if, at least if two of us were good it seemed to 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 work out mm-hmm. um but yeah and all these games lately have been really close like it'll literally be two to zero at the end, or three to zero, or ten to zero. Kind of mm. like the few we've had lately. That's pretty so, sweet. Those are the best kind. They are so fun. Yeah, you just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, and I've been. I I feel like Sona got gimped again. I have to get read the patch notes, but it just feels like I've lost yet another amount. Uh, you know. But they are releasing some sweet champions. Oh my gosh, that mermaid champion looks really cool. I got the really mermaid cool. one, and I really don't play her well at all. Oh, I didn't want to hear I'm that. I'm not saying that... Well, she might be really awesome, but I... Oh, I'm sorry. But I uh, I just kicked Noah's foot. Um, but I, I don't know how to play her very well. I'm going to have to... I want to try her. Practice. I have to buy her. I have to buy her. Yeah. And then they just announced cool. like a super awesome brawler chick. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Uh some kind of her name's V V I or Vi I don't huh. know, and she's got these gigantic mechanical gloves. She's some kind of kick-ass brawler lady. I did do uh, a game where I played against, or no, somebody on my team had that like poison ivy chick who's like oh Zyra yeah Zyra and was just destroying everything, and so. I like started playing her a little bit, and I'm starting to get the knack with her now. Sweet, she was somebody I wanted to play too. She looks like she has really cool potential. Yeah, like once you figure out the order you're supposed to do it, where you you drop the plant, then you buff the plant, and then you're still attacking the whole time, and you you're picking, you're mm-hmm. always going for that hex attack uh, thing that's got like it's like the revolver A B and A P. Yeah, mm-hmm. the revolver that builds into the other thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gunblade. Gunblade. Yeah, if you're working towards that with her, and I forget all the other tricks, but. It was it was pretty cool. I was really starting to get it towards the end Sweet. with her and and yeah, doing just some major damage. It was really cool. So, but anyway, I've been playing League of Legends. I um I've been playing a little bit of Terraria um enough to realize that I'm not spending enough time on it. I uh then I went I went ahead and resubscribed to World of Warcraft. You know, I I think I covered that last week. 
So I didn't, I haven't been playing anything, but I wanted to go and get my champion or my characters in order. Man, I've been playing too much League of Legends. Everything's a champion. I am so jealous of you, but continue. Oh, so anyway, I wanted to get my characters in order now. So I went to um, the Arthas server, which was the last one I had played on, where I have like a level 80 warlock or 85 warlock or something like that. Yeah, I remember because you went and you made a Blood Elf Warlock after we stopped playing together. Yeah, Bell. You fulfilled what I was unable to. I did, yeah. I think I had him before we played together. No. No? You did. You made him after we stopped playing. Oh, okay. I distinctly remember, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That was my reaction when you told me about that. I kept it on the inside, but now that it's a few years later, I can say it. I wanted. That should be my Warlock. No, I I didn't. I didn't. The funniest part is he does look a lot like your Warlock. Of course he does. <laughs> so, so anyway, my fully functional warlock. Anyway. But anyway, no. So played I was, by a truly dedicated and skilled player. So I logged myself. in. Yeah, I logged. <laughs> yeah, played by someone who actually cares. Um, I logged in and I was like, "Oh man, I'm full of characters," but I actually wasn't. I found that out later. They gave me another character slot, which I didn't know. Oh. I'm like, I'm going to have to smelt the character so I can see what this Pandarian thing looks like. So you better not play that before no, you start on the it. 7. No, I I just wanted to make the character so it'd be ready. Why? We're going to do that on the show. I just wanted to see. Stop it, it Mark. Was just curious. I have just like, I have been dreading this, <laughs> listeners, because ever since I heard that Mark resubscribed last week, and I'm like, he's going to fucking level up Panda nope, up nope. to... 15 by the time we started on January 7th. I was like, all right, I'll start a new one from no. scratch now that I've seen everything I'll, and played through it. I'll tell you what happened. I, I, here's what I did. So I smelted a rent. I, I saw like a low level character. A bang. And I smelted. <gasps> this is, this is where this it gets is bad. that one. Oh my God. I, I just guessed. I can't believe you did this. <laughs> so I was like, that's a low level character. Oh. I smelted that character. <laughs> <laughs> This is karma for all your World of Warcraft <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I, I the character. I'm like, that name, it does remind me of something. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and smell this. This is too fucking awesome. So, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I made the panda just to see what the, all the options were. And then I promptly logged out of the panda the second it started because I didn't want to ruin the experience. Mm-hmm. And then I deleted the panda and made another, yet another blood elf, but a monk to see what that was like. And uh, played to like level five, and then I was like, okay, now I got to figure out where the money is, so that when Noah logs in, we, we have can twink money ourselves, yeah, to twink ourselves and to do the battle pets because that's ten gold. And so I like logged in with my level eighty warlock, fully expecting to see a shit ton of money, and he had ten gold on him. I was like, well, that's odd. Oh yeah, that's because I have a low level character that's my bank alt. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no. I bet so the sinking then, feeling so you have when you realize so that. So then I start working from the, because I'm like this, I start at the very first character and start logging into each of them and I go, where's the money? And I'm like, oh my god, oh god no, the money's not there. And I'm like, oh no. That character I smelted, that's the one that was my last bank alt. I had moved it from my, I had this like undead like um, rogue called Clinks, which is because of Dota. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, he had been my bank alt, but I decided I wanted to level him up at some point, I guess. So he was, like, level 20, and I had moved it to this other low-level alt. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I smelted, and that was five to 7,000 gold gone. I can't remember oh how much. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I think there's an appeal process or something you can do with Blizzard, which I'm going to, to reverse it to see if they can undo Oh, my gosh, and you just thought you were done with customer service. Yeah. So that was all my money. I had apparently been very diligent about transferring it away from my main character. The only thing that's good is my I looked at my, my warlock, and he has this um, whatever the rarest ore you can have for the zone mm-hmm. that he's in. His backpacks are full of it. So I can oh. at least make a few hundred gold, I'm sure, by auctioning oh. it. Well, that's good. I. I appreciate that you were trying to think ahead so that we could experience the cool battle monster thing, which I've heard is really cool. Yeah, I wanted just to... I, that was all I was after. And I did want to see what the... I was like... Cause here's why I did the panda thing. I was like, I know they're going to look stupid. I know they're going to look stupid. You I've know what they look see, like? You can look at the screenshots. There's videos. There's I've, commercials. I just had to see it. I was like, what options could you possibly have? And it's like hair and beard. 
and color, you know, their color variation. And I'm like, oh, I knew they were going to be stupid looking. I knew it. I'm like, what do female pandas look like? I'm like, not, I don't see. I'm like, I'm going to have to be looking at the same panda ass no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's a male or female. It's still going to be this big fat thing. And I was like, what you expect? I don't know. Maybe a sexy furry. This isn't furry, your furry porn furry panda. collection. I had hoped for something, but no, they're just about the same. So it was, not only was it a total waste of time, but it cost me a shit ton of money. Oh my god! And uh, makes gets us no closer to our battle pets. Oh. So I guess I'll go s- sell my ore. And... Well, it's definitely worth your time to try to go through that whole repeal or appeal. Yeah, process. I'm gonna do that. And I can't remember the name of the character now. I, I, oh, actually, I think I might. But oh, it was so dumb of me. And man, I, I logged can't into some it. of the other servers, and I have some money on the others. But I, I just think Arthas would be the best because it's the highest population. And uh, it has quite the history as a server. So anyway, that's it for me. That's quite the dark story. (laughs) Yeah. And sadly, your stories are all that we have. (laughs) Who was? I haven't played anything now for like fourth week straight, I think. Damn. It's all about all this choir stuff I'm doing. And I've been putting up my Christmas tree of darkness. Christmas tree of darkness. Does it suck the light in? It's black. It's a black Christmas tree? It's a black Christmas tree. (laughs) Like your women? And your coffee? (laughs) Everything about me. But that wraps up everything that we have been playing. We will be playing. Yeah. And And we're going to have to figure out what we're doing for the next couple weeks because we've got holidays coming up and we want to make sure that there's still content out there. So we'll figure out something. We're still going to have a couple shows of some sort. Maybe we'll do a predictions episode or something to finish things up. We we can make predictions about ourselves since we're trying something new. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we can predict what MMOs are going to rise from their graves as Asheron's call Two is apparently just done. Oh, that's crazy. In a world where city of heroes was closed down in a world where City of Heroes is closed down, but Asheron's Call 2 comes back. What the hell? The, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just not right. So we'll, we'll figure something out, and hopefully in between now and January 7th, when we start our big new season of Channel Massive with a totally new format, you can prepare yourselves. Prepare. Brace yourselves. Yeah, you can get your World of Warcraft account reactivated, or maybe you can just find us over on Arthas server. Yeah. Horde side. Send us money. You got gold. World gold. of Warcraft gold, specifically. Yeah. We, yeah, that was a major blunder. Or if you haven't already sent us a list of your own to suggest games that we can play post-World of Warcraft, or if you have tips on what to play in the Pandaria world, or as Pandaria, let us know. Send any of that into email. Channelmassive.com. Thank you as always for subscribing to our show and listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week. This podcast is the